We are Guys in Shorts, your weekly podcast for all things sports, entertainment, and pop culture. Normally, this is the part of the show where I ask you to follow us on social media and give us a review, but it's football season! Oh yeah. We don't have time for self-promotion. There are way too many important things to be talking about. Week one is finally here. We'll be looking ahead at the NFL season. We'll discuss Jared Goff's shiny new contract. I'm going to go out on a limb, Ben, and say that uh, you think it's a huge mistake. <laughs> going to be the downfall of the Rams. Very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you've been listening for the last 180 episodes. Oh, <laughs> bought that man. one a mile away. Seriously. Vegas has their odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. So Raiders. We'll have some fun with that. Ah. Uh, the It's not just NFL season. College football has also started, and Ben already has some strong opinions on USC. Season's over. <laughs> there you go. In breaking non-football news, Lonzo Ball's Zoe 2s are crappy shoes. We'll talk about that, of course, and, and yeah. laugh. Yeah. I had no idea. That's a show. Let's do it, shall we? I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Ben, hit me up with the useless stat of the week. Useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. Yeah. Lakers incoming players, five incoming players. Total threes made last season, 492. Lakers outgoing players, a total of 11. Total threes made last season, 381. It's going to be a fun season. Oh, wow. That is useless. I mean, yeah. great. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, lost, yeah, useless. I lost interest halfway through this. <laughs> hey, it's Ben Garcia. <laughs> Hoopty hoo. <laughs> Oh, you had me right mid-dream. He really uh, did. Yeah. It almost, it almost like it. he did that on purpose. Hoopty hoo. Full disclosure, it's blazing hot in the studio right it now. Is. So uh, most of us are drinking Miller Lite because it's practically water. Yes. And <laughs> I decided it's about quantity, not quality tonight. But uh, someone else... Decided to drink whiskey. Good for him, that's and right. that's Darren Pesa. <laughs> well, you know what? If LeBron James can uh, patent uh, Taco Tuesdays, maybe I should patent uh, Whiskey Wednesdays, guys. Yes. Oh. Some of that. I like it. I love Whiskey Wednesdays. Yeah. Whiskey Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm going to work on it. All Get right. my patent lawyers on this one. Can you say it less annoying than he says Taco Tuesdays? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and can we, how are we not talking about that? How do we not have that on the docket? <laughs> Because we have an interesting Copyright show planned. Do Taco that's, Tuesdays. That's like, Taco that's like, Tuesdays, that's yeah. Ridiculous. That's like a month old, month and a half old. We don't talk about I mean, in today's is, world, is that that's old, old news. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's newer since... No, he's been doing that for a while. No, no, no. no but I mean, the copywriting thing. Oh, the copywriting thing. Yes, that is new. Yes. Yeah. And who what does the hell? that? Who does that? I mean, yeah, the only you guy can't patent taco. Did they tell him? Did they laugh in his face? I hope they laugh. I have no they idea. Should. I didn't follow up on that. I don't want to read about that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know Jeff. You got homework for next week. I know we got to support <laughs> LeBron and all. Well, speaking of tacos, moment of silence. I guess we're losing the double decker taco. Yeah, is that true? Apparently, I didn't actually do any research to see if it was true, but I mean, that's what you know. Somebody told us. I, by somebody, I mean the King's Realm. I'm pretty devastated about it. Me too. Is I that, love the double-decker. Is that, is that your go-to taco? Oh, I love it. I love it. I've, I've talked about it on the show. You don't listen, so you probably <laughs> didn't hear. Well, I, I'm here, so... Uh, before it's gone, here. before it's gone, you go to Taco Bell, get a double-decker, but only when you're going to eat in the car. You oh, can't, you can't take it home. Okay. If you yeah. take it home, it it's already soggy. soggy. It's like yeah. cereal. Oh, mm -hmm. You, you Ooh, can't pour a bowl of cereal and then wait 10 minutes. Okay. you got to eat the cereal right away. 
Same thing with a double decker. So you and you can't get more than two because by the time you get to the third one, it's soggy. But oh, that first one is phenomenal. The second one's good too. But oh Got man, we'll have a deckers. date with Taco yeah. Bell. So seriously, good. I'm gonna go get one. Yeah, I'm I'm not too happy about that. But let's talk about happy stuff. Okay. Football season. Woo! Yes. Oh, my gosh. It is back. It's back. Uh, Big news that just happened. Jared Goff signed an extension, making him... what, What was the extension? Darren, you're the resident Rams expert. Well, guys, we have Jared Goff now until the 2024 season, worth $134 million. It's a lot of $110 million guaranteed, guys. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's a lot for football. That is a lot. And right now, with that in mind, you kind of have to say this. Jared Goff now becomes Sean McVay's quarterback. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) without without a doubt. Sean McVay McVay didn't draft him. That was all done by Les Snead and uh, Jeff Fisher. But you know what? He's had his confidence. How dare you say Yeah, I know. The F word. I said the F word. (laughs) But yeah, Jared Goff becomes uh, his quarterback. And um, that's that's a big contract, guys. Yeah. So before I shit on it. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to of hear course, of course I would like will. to hear how you guys feel yeah, about it. Darren, you start this off. How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm not sure what to think. You know what? I'll tell you what to think. <laughs> I think yeah, you can you all will. sense where you're going with that. <laughs> um, you know, I like this contract. And I mean, not necessarily the the whole guaranteed money portion of it, but Jared Goff, he's He's been that quarterback that has been making this progress since the 2016 season. And I understand that 2016 season was a blip on the radar. Whether that be Jared Goff or whether that be Jeff Fisher. He said it again. Yes, I know. I said it again. I like it. Those seven games were atrocious. Right. But come the next season, you kind of have to figure to yourself, he's making a comeback. This is Jared Goff. This is under Sean McVay's system. The 2018 season comes along, and Jared Goff becomes at least a top 10 quarterback in this league. Yeah. So he's been making leaps and bounds under Sean McVay's system. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like this contract. He is the franchise quarterback for the Rams. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear you're happy yeah. about it. Ben. Well, actually, why, why, don't, is this why don't you do me? <laughs> and let's see how close you get. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Puff on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that you should pay a player that much money. Are you rocking? Players are not. Yeah, that, I don't, that, that sounds. Not, it's how I. It's my visual interpretation. Oh, uh, okay. Then in yes. My head. Then yes, like the I filter, get it. The Ben filter. Uh, that, that's how. Yes. No, you're, you're going to say something about how uh, players shouldn't make that much money. It's going to handcuff the team for the next ten years because not only the years that we have him, but it's going to set us behind uh, for the years after that. Um, what else? What else do we get for high-played players? He's uh, he's too old. Well, no, he's no, probably he's not. Twenty-four. Yeah, okay. he's, so he's yeah. he's not too old yet. Um, what else are you going to complain about? Uh, he's kind of goofy looking. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. He can take a hit though. Am I close? <laughs> Not as close as you think. Okay. Ooh. So, oh wow. I, I kind of look at it two different ways, and the the first way that you can look at it is this was the Rams kind of doing a uh, a Mike Trout type of deal, which is hey, the fans have fallen in love with them. A lot of golf jerseys have been sold. 
you know, we're afraid that if we, you know, leave it up to next season that, you know, he potentially could go somewhere else. But I, I don't, I don't necessarily look at it that way. Of course, I agree with you. I don't like the money, the guaranteed money, because, you know, injuries can happen. There's, yeah. there's a whole lot that can happen in that duration of time that, that could hamstring your organization. But what it tells me is that the Rams who see him in practice every day, they know how mentally, how he, how he uh, is able to absorb the, the playbook, how he gets along with Sean McVay. It tells me that they like what they see and that they were willing to enter into this negotiation and contract with him ahead of time because they could have waited. They could have waited that year, yeah. And uh, they feel that at 24 years old, that when you lock somebody in like this for five seasons, that, that, that they've got an offensive line in front of them that's going to protect him so that he doesn't go Andrew Luck on you. And that they feel that over the next five years, with like you mentioned, Darren, the growth that he's done in the last two and a half years, mm-hmm. that this is going to be the guy. And I'll tell you what, Goff, he can throw the damn football. Um, I love hearing that. Let's talk, about, let's talk more about that, Ben. He can. He, the guy can zip balls. He can, he can throw in tight windows. He is a young quarterback who makes mistakes, but young quarterbacks make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... He's going to get I'm not going to I'm not going to argue that the Rams shouldn't have invested in him. What I don't like is that they've put him at the upper echelon of players, you know, as far as salaries are concerned, mm-hmm. this young in his career. So it actually can have a negative impact. It actually now he can come out this this season and try too hard and, you know, sort of sort of take a step back. I I think it would have been more prudent to maybe sign him to a shorter deal for less money and then, you know, in 2 years then you know, maybe pay him more money. But but that's the going rate for a quarterback. The going rate for a quarterback is making them the highest paid quarterback in the league. But I don't think if you don't do that, I don't think that he is in that I mean you mentioned, you know, what he was in the top ten. Yeah. Right. He's not the top one or two quarterbacks. I don't think you're supposed to pay him that way. Yeah, but that's not how it works. Yeah, I agree. Like if we if we were talking how it should be then, then you're totally right. But I mean, you, Joe Flacco became was the highest paid quarterback at one time. Never was he the best quarterback in a league. Joe Flacco had just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he wasn't the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> I mean, Goff made it of, to the Super Bowl, but he didn't Mason, win it. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl as quarterback, and he was barely able to walk onto the field. I think that's too much too soon. And, and so I don't, I don't hate the move because I do think that he's going to offer you. I mean, a quarterback in the NFL is worth five Mike Trouts on the angels. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how important the quarterback yeah. is. Sure. So I don't object to paying him a large salary. I, I object to it being considered the highest, you know, gross. Is, I think he's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL now at yes. this point. Yes. That's what I disagree with. I but, don't think but, they should have gone that high, but that's, that's, Every quarterback that signs a new con- Dak Prescott's going to be the next highest paid quarterback. No, he won't. Not with Zeke signing. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough money in, uh, in in Dallas Cowboy land. The Cowboys blew their wad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they blew their wad, but I mean, I I don't think that Dak. I think that Dak's going to get twenty to twenty five million, but I don't think that he's going to get. He's going to be the next guy paid the most money. If you're a if you're a top one or two pick, I mean, Wentz became was Wentz highest paid. Did Wentz become highest paid when they signed him? He was at one point in time. Yeah. You look at Wentz, and you look at uh, Kirk Cousins at one God. point in time. They were all both the highest paid quarterbacks. I mean, to, so so assuming it takes making your player the highest paid quarterback to yeah. get the deal done, 
do you, and that's the only way you get him. Either he leaves or you make him the highest paid quarterback. Those are the only two options. Like three years at $5.55 or whatever it is you wanted to pay him. Like, is it an <laughs> yeah. option? Yeah. So what what do you do there? These guys so, are cheap. So I, uh, and I very much like the model that the um, New England Patriots have followed, which is this is what we are willing to pay for a position. Mm-hmm. We are willing to pay you this much. Now, you've got the option. You can walk away. And if you do, we'll draft the next guy. And if you really believe in McVeigh and you really believe in Les Snead, you they can bring in another quarterback and yeah. they can groom him. And when you've got Gurley in the backfield and, and you've got some of the weapons that you've got on the outside and the offensive line protecting for them, you can you can actually create the next Dak Prescott. Dak is Dak because of who was around him. It was Zeke. It was the offensive line. It was Amari Cooper. They put weapons around him. So you don't necessarily need to get somebody as good as Goff to step into his place. You need to keep the pieces around him good and just and just make it to where as long as you don't make a mistake, we're going to win games. And if you continually do that, you know, and you do it at a high level and McVeigh is who, we, who you think he is, then you could be the New England Patriots and just, you know, get the next guy and you get the guy that buys into the fact that I'm not going to be the highest paid guy. But it's because I want everyone around me to get a little, get a little share of that pie, and let's keep the best team for the longest period of time and and win every year. That's that's uh, that's the way I've always looked at yeah. it. And mm-hmm. and if you look, I think Colin Cowherd last season did a stat where it's like, here are your top five paid quarterbacks, and not one of them made the, the playoffs last year. Yeah, I think that's the big question: is what what was the last top played quarterback that won a Super Bowl after he got that contract? Yeah, good question. I don't have those numbers, but. Uh... Because you, you, you can we'll talk all day long about yeah. you know how many yeah. The, yeah the thing that I don't like it's exactly what Ben is saying it's just the amount of years like I mean that's a you're now I mean you got Gurley you've Gurley. got uh, um, on the defensive line um, drawing a blank um, yeah, Darren can't remember Aaron his best player either. thank you Aaron <laughs> Donald I thought you said O line sorry yeah you, you know what I'm saying yeah. now you I mean where where who else is going to come to this team now. Anybody who wants to win. <laughs> you know what, Ben? You, make- you can say that all day long, but I mean, people want to get paid. Yeah. yeah. And, and Ben, you make that comparison with the Rams against the New England Patriots. But Belichick and Tom Brady, that's a proven system right now. Yeah, but now. I mean, Brady is not a top 10 paid quarterback. I mean, Brady made, what, $16 million last season? He was probably like the 20th highest paid quarterback in the league. He's the second highest paid in his relationship with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depending on how you... Yeah. <laughs> But Belichick, on the other hand, in comparison to to Sean McVay, it's only been two systems or two years under Sean McVay right now. I, I, and, I, and, I and what happens in you know that. five years from now, where your rookie draft classes are continually improving year after year? I, I I do think if they had say they they didn't decide to go with Goff, it that's a ballsy it's a ballsy move because they've kind of proven some chemistry with them. We have a Rams team that is a w- in a window here where the Super Bowl, you know, we're coming off a Super Bowl loss, but the Super Bowl is still, yeah. you know, a possibility oh, yeah. for possibly the next few years. Do you do you just go all in with what you got or do you you know try to you know find a quarterback in the other ways you get one, trade for one, yeah. you know, try and draft one. I, you know, listen, I I don't fault the Rams organization for trying to win now, mm-hmm. but let me use the, the, the golden state warriors as kind of the example. The first year that they really came to prominence, not only were they five deep on starters, they had the best bench in the league. 
And then as each subsequent year passed and the next player, Clay got paid, Draymond got paid, uh, Curry got paid. Now all of a sudden so much money is, is sort of at the top mm-hmm. that it's no longer easy to fill that bench, right? And so mm-hmm. now kind of talking about the Rams, when you sign Aaron, you sign uh, all, Early, all the players yep. that you guys have signed for this high dollar amount of money. It isn't that you can't complete that first the starters, right? You can still fill both offensive and defensive teams and, and maybe a couple of special teams positions. But now you're getting undrafted guys that are making 200,000, 500,000, you know, 550,000 a season as your second string. So now in week three or week four, when you lose two starters to injury, that is now who's going to be coming in and, and the play is going to significantly decrease where in these past couple of seasons, one of the things that the Rams have been able to bolster is the fact that they've got guys that are able to come in and fill in for those guys that are getting hurt. And so that depth that you've relied on over these past few seasons, it's not going to be there. Yeah. And so, so what you pray for is that you stay healthy and if you do, you guys will be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. But the minute that people start getting hurt, you're not going to be able to backfill with guys that are that are equally as good. Well, it seems to have worked out all right for the Warriors. Well, let's knock on wood, guys. Yeah, You're knock not going to get uh, hurt sure. this season. Yes, healthy that season would be nice. Other notable contracts: Zeke finally uh, signed a deal. Jerry Jones ponied up the dough. I didn't see that coming. Jerry I, I, Jones. I was a little disappointed. I you wanted he, him to hold. He does not pay running backs. And I was well, surprised to see. Uh, well, here was what I thought: is that yeah. you've got a this is this literally was a pissing contest. Yeah. This was a billionaire versus a millionaire. Yeah, and who was going to blink first? And I thought for sure that Jerry was going to be like, "Who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> do you know who I am? I am Jerry fucking Jones. Like that's what I expected him to do. And and you know, I I felt that Zeke with his off field reputation would be a hard sell for most organizations to pick up. Mm-hmm. Outside of Cleveland, the Raiders, there's like four organizations that would have picked sure. him up w- yes. without a problem. But <laughs> if Zeke wanted to win, none of those organizations are winning, Yeah. right? So if he wants to win or if he wants to be the best player on the most famous team in the NFL, I felt that Jerry Jones had the most leverage. And I felt that Jerry would be like, you know, hey, listen, this, this is on you. I'm going to tell your teammates that, you have chosen, you know, to to not play with your team, to not work out, to go to Cabo San Lucas, mm-hmm. and and if you guys lose the first couple of games, this isn't on me. I'm being reasonable. I want to pay the rest of you guys. Who's it's your turn to get paid. That's the way I always felt. So so the fact that Jerry backed down, I was very disappointed. Interesting. You know what's very interesting? Yes. What? I'll tell you. I got an alert from uh, my Yahoo Sports app that said. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, obviously got paid today, right? And in uh, what was it was five years, ninety million. I yeah, think is what it was. ninety millions. I believe he's the okay. highest paid running back now. He is yeah, the highest which paid. is amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, and nobody's going to scoff at millions of dollars unless you're an NBA or Major League Baseball player, because apparently Ezekiel Elliott is on par with. Let me hold on. Let me see if I get this name right. The name is got some Miles Christian Plumley. Oh, he's exactly. from Game of Thrones right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Game of Thrones yeah. character. Miles Plumley from an American professional Memphis basketball Grizzlies, player right? from the Memphis yeah. Grizzlies what? is getting paid the exact same amount. You're kidding. That the one of the best running backs that plays on one of the most popular football teams 
Worth billions, yeah. Worth billions is getting is getting paid to play. So what this told me was is don't let your kids play football. You know, I mean, it's Bobby pretty Bonilla. That, Bobby that Bonilla good. probably it's still, still has. Played. Yeah, he probably still has more money on his contract <laughs> with the Mets. <laughs> Honestly, he I probably he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I, I was yeah, I was blown. Miles Plumley. Never even heard of him. <sighs> Grizzly horrible. fans have never even heard of him. Yeah, Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> wow. That's right. Well, yeah, that's what happens because in the end, I don't know what the exact cap numbers are, but obviously, if the numbers are relatively similar as far as uh, salary is allowed to be paid, you know, the NBA only needs to split that thirteen different ways. The NFL needs to split it fifty-three, 53 different, three ways. Yeah. different ways. So, yeah. so when you think about your your third linebacker, you think about you know your 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 fourth offensive lineman that's going to be coming in, or you know, he's basically paying just. Um, uh, uh, kickoffs, like yeah. those those guys are making bare minimum a sure. couple of hundred thousand a season with like a ten thousand dollar signing bonus. Yeah. That's actually what when I was watching Hard Knocks this year, John Gruden uh, had some guys come up and introduce themselves. You know, this is my name, where I went to school, and this was my signing bonus. Yeah, and I mean, unless it's like your top tier players, it was guys like yeah. I'm from uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, and I had a nine thousand dollars signing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so I mean, a lot of money goes to like your top, you know, it goes to your quarterback, it goes, you know, to your 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 best offensive lineman, maybe a linebacker, yeah. and then everyone else gets paid shit money in the yeah. NFL. Oh, but then you got MLS players at home watching. Man, I should have played football. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Oh, well, good for Zeke. Better for Matthew Plumley. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. yeah. That guy. That's great. <laughs> wow. Oh, gosh dang it. All right. I brought in some uh, Vegas odds. All right. Oh, you did homework. Could, I thought we could, well, I don't know if we'd call it homework, oh. but uh, for NFL. Literally, I thought, you know what? Let's look up what uh, what Vegas is talking about right now with okay. the odds. Ben always says Vegas knows what they're they do. They know what, what they're, they're doing. doing. Yeah. So let's see where the starting point is as the as the season hasn't even quite kicked off yet. And uh, I thought maybe we could look at maybe the top five and and see if we agree and uh, where we think maybe uh, there might be some upsets or surprises. So odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl. You guys know who it Patriots. is. Patriots. Patriots is number two. Kansas City. Yeah. The Chiefs. Yeah, the they Chiefs, got the yeah. Chiefs at plus plus. But they're losing against the Raiders in game one, so yeah, they need to what? change that. <laughs> Give some context, Vic. Yeah. Ben, ben was talking about what you, uh, you fill us A couple of days ago, ESPN released an article of uh, basically a, a computer simulator ran all uh, regular season NFL games. And then they summed up all of their win totals and then determined who would make the playoffs and then ran the simulation throughout the playoffs to see who would win, who would be in the Super Bowl and would win the Super Bowl. The biggest takeaway, because of, of course, the only thing I looked at was Oakland. Of course. <laughs> and so Las Vegas, the Raiders actually <laughs> this the computer simulator had the Raiders winning week one against Denver and also, I think, in Kansas City against Kansas City. Uh, in week two, so starting with season two, and <laughs> up. so that was this. In you know what it was? It was, common wow. it was. it was Madden. Uh, you know, Madden twenty or Madden nineteen. I don't know which yeah, one's yeah. out right now, but whatever the newest Madden, that's what the Madden ninety nine yeah. or something. They just had the computer play. You know, so the Raiders, <laughs> according according to the computer simulation, actually go eight and eight this season, which is way above where I thought they would be. I thought more six and ten, 
But if they can get anywhere close to eight and eight, or at some point, even midway through the season, have a, a 500 or over 500 record, I think it's a successful season for the Raiders. Wow. Wow. They're well, going go, five ben. and 11 this season. Oh. That's my <laughs> prediction right there. <laughs> Five like and you, eleven. I feel like you tend to be more optimistic with the Raiders. It is weird. How yeah. six and ten optimistic? The Dodgers and like, well, just that they go eight and eight. That they might be over five hundred. You're just you seem optimistic. I yeah. don't know. It's You're not true. down on that. Yeah. You know, uh, hard knocks has a lot to do with it. I've oh, really bought he, in on some bought into stuff. The, yeah, yeah, hard yeah. knocks. I've, I've really enjoyed this season. <laughs> it's it's good. Even Darren's becoming a Raiders fan. Yeah. You know what? After watching Hard Knocks, I'm not going to lie. The the Raiders are interesting to watch. I mean, they're not my team, but you know, you're not going to see me wear any Raiders gear. But you they are fun to watch, especially yeah. John John Gruden. Yeah, he's so great. Yeah, he is. No, they they uh, they put on a good show for sure. All right, the so Raiders Ken- and Hard Knocks. All so right, Kansas so we got City. Chiefs, Patriots. The I'd Saints. say the Eagles. Oh yeah, the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Saints. Right. That makes sense. You got the Eagles. There's one other in the top five. Of course. So the next three are tied up at so plus, plus 1,200. Mm. Saints, Eagles, one other team. Any any ideas? Yeah, I would love to say Rams. You know, I it's bet you- It's not the Rams. Yeah, but Rams I, are in the next tier. I was going to say, I bet you that, that Indianapolis would have probably been there before luck. Yeah. So so I, they, were the, they would have dropped, to me, they probably would have dropped significantly. Yeah. They were, they were, they would have been in like the top three, I think. Yeah. Uh, until <laughs> luck left. <and laughs> now they're not even on this chart. <laughs> I can't scroll down that far. It's a QB league for you. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. I was. You know what? I was just going to say that. The yeah. Bears. Yeah. The Bears. So okay. that that's right. your top I, five. I think they've missed it. I, I, I agree with the first four. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the Bears are going to be that yeah, good this year. Belonging there? Yeah. I, I, I think they had a hell of a season last year, but I think it's one of those, like where the Raiders went 12 and four. Mm-hmm. I think this this year they're going to be was, 500 or less. Yeah. I hope you're right. Me too. It's got to make room for our Rams, which are, uh, they're in the next tier with, uh, actually, they're one. tied with the Chargers for uh, plus uh, 1,400. The Chargers are frauds. Vegas don't know shit. <laughs> really? I do. I think they're frauds. I, why, you know now, where did that come because from? Because I you bought were high into on the Chargers. I, I bought into them at the end of last season, uh-huh. and they folded like a house of cards. <laughs> ben is okay. protecting his. No, protecting I, I have himself. I have no interest in whether they do well or not. But but I I think as constructed, I mean they've had issues with um, is it their running back Melvin they, Gordon Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon. Yeah. you know whether so I think there's been some noise this off season. Mm-hmm. I think they had a good season last year. Uh, you know, uh, their quarterback, Philip Rivers, Phillip is like, Rivers? I think yep. he's 91 years old. He's old, oh, yeah. At least 91. <laughs> so at some point- Probably like, about to have another kid. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think that this formula that they've been sort of manufacturing every year in and year out hasn't really led to much success. Yeah. I think that they do, you know, well during the regular season and then they fold like a house of cards in the playoffs. I don't expect this to be any different. All right. I mean, they are the Clippers of the uh, NFL in LA. No, they are the Lakers of the NFL. Oh, get oh, out of here. Jesus. You're an idiot. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's look at the uh, worst. Oh, we should mention the uh, Raiders are kind of in the middle of the pack. I would say 15. Plus 4,000. Yeah, I, uh, there aren't numbers on this, but oh. that's right around. Right around there, there yeah. yeah. Uh, they're right around uh, where the 49ers are. Okay. The Ravens. Yep. Yep. Vegas has got it right, except for the Bears. We're the Packers. The Packers are just below. I'd say probably the nine or Rams 10. and Chargers. Yeah, 
They yeah, are right that's, about that's, ten. That's about where they belong. Plus two thousand with the uh, Vikings. Cowboys are also yep. plus two thousand. Seahawks as well. Yep. Does uh, Arizona rank uh, close to last? No, they're at the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're at the bottom. <laughs> so uh, you want to take a stab at the bottom five? Okay, so Arizona, Arizona, right. Arizona the Bills, is the Jets down there. The Bills are just out of the top five. They're sixth from the bottom. <laughs> Jets? No, I think Jets are. No, uh, Jets are Jets, Jets are, are a little higher up. They're about maybe ten from the bottom. You know, actually, the surprise for that. But the, yes, Arizona is uh, down there for sure. We're actually, you know, this is segments we're taking way too long. But Cleveland, everyone has been super high on Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Are they in the top ten? There's. Still the Browns. That's uh, what I said. They are... Vegas got it right if they're outside of the top 10. They're nine. Nah, they oh, got it wrong. They <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> hey, who's in front? Who's behind them? They forgot who they are. Who, let's see. Yeah, let's uh, see. Who's in front? Who's behind? They are tied with the Steelers. Oh, hell okay. no. Yeah. No way. Steelers are better. Yeah. Steelers are better. They're, they're just behind the Rams. You know Chargers. what it is? It's a lot of people in Cleveland for the first time being relevant. They put a lot of money in Vegas. Oh, they did, they did. <laughs> they money threw it off. Uh, That's interesting. Any other guesses on the bottom five? Miami. You got, uh, you got Arizona. That's yeah. it. Who yeah. else? Miami. They are the worst. Plus oh, wow. Tampa 50, Bay. 50,000. Wow. <laughs> Tampa Bay. No, they're a little higher up. Uh, you got Arizona, the Detroit? Redskins, Bengals, and the Giants. Oh, Giants. Wow. Giants are kind Ooh. of a dumpster. Oh, God. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. All you got to do is drop 100 on them if any of them make oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're retiring. Absolutely. Well, somebody could do it, right? No. Probably nah. not. <laughs> so what are your Raiders? Give us a Raiders prediction, Ben. How are the Raiders going to finish up? Did the computer get it right? Did the... If the okay, Commodore so, or the Atari twenty six hundred, whatever it was. When I when predicted. I before the season started, <laughs> I looked at the I looked at the schedule, the home, the away, the bye weeks, the travel to London, you know that type of thing, and I I thought that the that the Raiders would be six and ten. The uh, Hard Knocks has got the juices flowing, Uh-oh. and and I think <laughs> good you job don't HBO. Usually fall for that I don't, stuff. but In the fact, you usually rebel against the positive that. energy. Makes me want to think that they're going to go eight and eight. So when I see an ESPN article that says this is what the computer simulator says, it makes me want to say I think it's possible. Huh. So so you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think that it's possible the Raiders go eight and eight this season. Wow. wow. I think wow. that's possible. Yeah. Good. I hope they do. And the Rams will go nine and seven. Nope. Oh no. Nope. No <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. You got a uh, early prediction or? Should we use this to tease the return of the Rams house? Oh, are those guys yeah, back? Yeah, you know what? It's been it's been a half an hour into the show. We've <laughs> talked plenty of football. If you want more football, more Rams talk, it is the triumphant return of the highly successful Rams house. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We ended uh, kind of with a putter last year after the Super Bowl. Ooh, I don't a, think we even did a re- remember, recap. Remember, I produced that was a rough That was a rough one. No, I produced the last show, bit. remember? Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but we didn't and record you anything after the Super Bowl. probably the entire time. <laughs> yeah. did, we, did we even record after the Super Bowl? I don't yeah. think we did. Yeah, 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 we did. That was the yeah. week that I... don't I, think I released it then. You did. Is it, is it on there? Well, well Ben moderated it, so it was probably our most listened episode. Because he uh, shit all over them. Yeah. Anyway, 
Check out the Rams house for uh, for the rest of your your football talk, your NFL talk. For some more football talk, though, Ben, what happened to USC? Uh, <sighs> it was a close one. So it's I've got absolutely no confidence in in who's running that team. Clay Helton is the dumbest football coach of all time. Really? <laughs> wow. And I know even lo- more than the F word. I know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I know wow, a lot of people wow. uh, are going to say, well, you can't blame Clay for, you know, the outcome of the remainder of the season because they've lost their starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you watch the game with like two, two and a half minutes left, they have the, the USC has the ball fourth and one. And rather than just running up to the line and running a play, right? Because you, you would think that all uh, summer you've been running, you, you've been practicing a play. Those two-minute drills, On a yeah. fourth and one play where you come in and it's either a quarterback sneak or you give it to your fullback and you rely on these 300-pound linemen to be able to give you one yard. Yep. What do they do? They call a timeout and then they do, they call a delay uh, handoff, which gets blown up in the backfield. Now they lose <laughs> possession. And so then Fresno State just methodically goes down the field and they're, you know, they're only up, SC's only up eight points at this point. And luckily the defense holds them where SC walks away with the win. Now Mm. they go in as two touchdown favorites. They win the game by eight at home in week one. Oh, (laughs) And this is against a non-rigged Fresno State team. So how do you think, okay, so yes, their quarterback gets hurt. It's going to be a down season, but but the fact is is that you know you have you're supposed to have superior athletes, and you, you know your coaching should be at a level where you're not putting yourself in a position where you're asking your defense to save you at the end of the game. Any any team that's that's worth winning has to be able to get a fourth and one in college football. Now in NFL it's a little bit different, but college football when you are USC you get a fourth and one, and they didn't. And wow. and 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 just the way the play calling was working. This like you know misdirection bullshit that they try to play. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is, I hope they lose every single game for the rest of the season. Is Clay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I love it. <laughs> we heard that one before. Is <laughs> Clay? <laughs> C L A. That's right. Oh man, I love it. Is it Clay Helton calling the plays? I no, heard that. Well, so he was at the end of last season because whoever their offensive coordinator was, uh, I, I don't remember his name, and. Clay basically knew that it was his ass, uh-huh. so he started calling plays at the end of the season. Now, again, as part of the whole off season, they hire Cliff Kling, uh, uh, Kingsbury, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they have to hire a different offensive coordinator. You know, after everyone else has been hired, so the, the, that's a good question. Yeah, if if Clay trusts this offensive coordinator, then he's playing the call. He's calling the plays, but uh, the answer is is I don't know. But but the but. Whoever's calling those plays needs to reevaluate what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a football coach, but I can tell you that there is absolutely no way when you're USC you should delay a handoff and then allow penetration up the middle to blow that shit up so you can't get a fourth and one. <laughs> there you go. He said it's common sense. He said penetration. Up hey, the middle. <laughs> <laughs> give me another beer. Uh, <laughs> do it. Absolutely. Not only can you direct Titanic, but you can uh, coach a team. <laughs> I he can coach a team while he's directing I Titanic. Honestly, Probably. I yeah. honestly think that I would do a better job than Clay Helton. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> he can do a better job than Clay Helton. 
I do. I bet you could. I love overconfident <laughs> Ben. I totally believe you. Overconfident it's Ben the is the best. It really it is. Really is. <laughs> or yeah. on par for Ben's confidence, Ben. Really is. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. What it is. Very true. Oh. <laughs> Don't ever change, my friend. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> what I bring to the show. You know, you know authenticity. Ben, you, you strike me as the kind of guy that uh, doesn't regret. What thinks he, he could me. make a better shoe than Lonzo Ball. <laughs> that I can't do. No, and he's no. a shoe Wait, coach. Coach the Trojans better than Clay Helton. Yes, but can't make a shoe better than Lonzo Ball. Who? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Why didn't you fill us in? On the, you sent an article in, on par for myself. Well, this I is a Ben heavy it. show again, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Every show. Welcome to Guys in Shorts. <laughs> With guest host Ben Garcia. Um, so I just found it to be quite funny. So we all know the whole history behind Lonzo Ball, big baller brand. Big baller Lakers. brand, yeah. You know, he was trying to be the next mega star and, and create his own shoe brand. And if you remember, well, sort of my takeaway from the article. So the article basically says that Lonzo is admitting that he had to change shoes Every quarter, yeah, because after the quarter would end, the shoes that he was wearing had fallen apart. Yeah, they're oh. ripping apart. Yeah, <laughs> so wow. his manager would come with like just a, a whole ba- bag a, yeah, full of shoes. Of shoes. You know wow. what? It, it's yeah. the NASCAR uh, model. <laughs> they got to change their tires yes, mid race. You don't right. want that in your that's, shoes. Yeah, you don't I, want I that feel in like it's and so NASCAR model. He, it works for NASCAR. He NASCAR also, is like the biggest sport, even bigger than NBA. I think so. <laughs> they're ahead of the curve. Auto racing and soccer; those are the two top two uh, sports in, 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 in the U.S. But so he goes on further to say that his performance throughout a quarter would get worse. So he would start the quarter playing his best and that by the end of the quarter because his shoes were falling apart he wasn't able to do the things that he had to do you're kidding no so so is that the, an excuse it was, so here this is the way i look at it. so there's there's a couple of ways to look at it. i don't and think that is so he's he's yeah. finally telling the truth and distancing himself from yeah. his father from the brand mm-hmm. yeah um but but i think that let's just assume it's true how much of wearing those shoes was responsible for the injuries that that he that he ended up incurring over the past two seasons, and then, based on the time that was missed and you know practices that were missed, and then lack of performance at the end of a season because he didn't have, you know, an entire season really to build himself up, is the reason why he's no longer a Laker. So if you think yep. about like his dad, like the one thing that he wanted was for his son to come to the Lakers and to yeah. perform and to be the biggest star, and the fact that it was his dad's shoe. That potentially was the reason why he's not there, you know. So I, so I'm curious. There's, there's. So now with him in New Orleans, like he's got a whole, a brand new start. He's got you know new, new fans. He's away from the spotlight because, yeah. I mean, right now outside of of Zion Williamson, really, I don't think there's a lot of people expecting that the Pelicans are going to come in and 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 blow the doors off and go to the playoffs or anything like that. But I'm curious to see. Where Lonzo was only averaging like 58 to 60 games a season, you know, and, and injured for 30 a season. Let's see what his performance is this year, and let's see if the shoes have anything to do with it. Well, I, you know what? I don't – if the shoes had anything to do with it, then it's going to be uh, something that it's, – it's an injury that is going to keep lingering. Because if I remember correctly, he went away from his shoes pretty quick, and it was like a pretty big news story when he came out onto the court one day. And he didn't have his shoes on. I don't think he was actually wearing them for that long. Yeah. Because 
And then that's why I believe the story because it was a big deal. We're like, well, why aren't you wearing your shoes? And they gave some kind of excuse. Da, 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 well, da, I can da, tell da, you da. what the excuse was. So, so he said that at practice he would wear either Kobe's or LeBron's, and that the reason they're, I, I think they're both Nike. Yeah. And the reason why he said that he wore them was because those shoes were heavier and it helped him at practice so that he could get into his big baller brand shoes that were lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and it would increase his performance during games. But but in actuality, it was because those are better built shoes yeah, and that yeah. he was able to actually perform better in them and be safe. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, 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 told, I think the story is completely true. I, I do, too. I, I don't doubt it. Whatsoever. And I think that they all knew it. I mean, just yeah. Yeah. it was a horribly run uh, organization. Mm-hmm. A big baller brand from the beginning was was a joke. And they just they just didn't. I mean, and here's the thing. Like when you've got. A hundred years of, of shoemaking experience. If you're Reebok, Adidas, Nike, you know how to build a quality shoe. Yeah. yeah. And and really the difference between those is just aesthetics. And it's it's getting people to wear your shoe because it looks the best. But performance-wise, they're probably pretty similar. And so now you've sent out this big baller brand to manufacturers that really don't know how to make shoes. And yeah. that's what you get. <laughs> is there any comfort in the fact that the bootleg big baller shirt that you bought in the parking lot, uh, probably outlasted any of the uh, regular big baller shirts that were purchased. Yeah, the legitimate. I, I am ones. a smart consumer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should all be lucky that the, the big baller brand doesn't uh, make condoms because those things will bust up on you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although the name would fit. There you go. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not I'm not not, not not going any further with that one. <laughs> I'm glad he I'm glad he kind of cleared the air on that. I feel like he he needed to do that for yeah. his for his for lack of a better word brand. Yeah, uh, I don't Lonzo, ever think the player yeah. he needed to distance himself and yeah. say, "Look, that was that was me being a young dumb kid." I Time think it's going to be a great uh, a twenty for twenty. Is it six? what's the thirty for thirty? Thirty for thirty. Thirty, 30 yeah. for yeah. thirty. Yeah. In about ten years, it'll be a great thirty for thirty. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> it's like twenty twenty. Sixty minutes. <laughs> I watch both of them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> Should we mention the Alex Caruso thing? I feel like we got to. <laughs> I listen. I've talked too so, much. So Vic, I'm going to let Vic handle this. Vic. Thing. So. The Lakers uh, last week tweeted out a picture of Alex Caruso, four pictures of Alex Caruso working out. Two of them, did he was didn't have a shirt on. For those who don't know Alex Caruso, Vic, paint the picture. Uh, he, he, well, he's he's the goat. Well, how how did you describe him off air when you were telling the story? Well, I mean, he's that's literally what the Laker fans are calling him, the goat, the, the greatest goat. of all time. But but yeah. for those who who don't get that, that's being sarcastic. He's no, the, I know. Right. He's well, the Mark Madsen of the current team, right? Well, he's beloved by the Laker fans, yeah. and that's the reason why they call him the GOAT. They call him the bald something. I forget what his <laughs> nickname is, but he's like the bald eagle or something. Um, and so he, he's he's probably one of the fan favorites right now on the team. And literally before we signed any point guards, people were like, don't sign anybody. We got, we got the GOAT. You know, we have Alex Caruso <laughs> on this team. We don't need nobody else, you know? Um and he's so like yeah the he's Chuck Norris of the Lakers yeah but he he actually can play he's a good player right I mean he's not going to be your starting point guard but coming off the bench he's yeah. he's a good guy to he'll get you five point three points and one point six assists <laughs> <laughs> and he'll look good doing that's right it. he makes more so, than Ezekiel Elliott he probably does um and so when the Lakers 
you know, obviously tweeted out this picture. People were like, yeah, you look, you know, blah, 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 because he's a fan favorite. Somebody went and photoshopped him looking cut. Like, they completely changed his body. Like, he has, like, this, you know, huge, like, broad shoulders. His, his you know, his uh, biceps are, are huge. Out, yeah. yeah. Everything's just huge. He's got a six-pack that, like, no, you know, just amazing yeah. looking, right? That's a joke. Apparently, the NBA didn't get the joke because a week later, <laughs> they served him with, a, I'm doing air quotes right now, a random drug test. <laughs> and he tweeted out, a, or no, I think it was Instagram. On Instagram, he tweeted out, or Instagram, he put out a picture, I should say, of uh, the envelope that he got saying it was a random, he's all, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Pretty much. funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, the article that I read said that David Stern is always watching. Or not David Stern. Um, <laughs> no, Adam, he is. No, Adam Silver. Adam but David Silver. Stern is also <laughs> no, I agree. I I'm agree. sorry. That goes to show you my age. <laughs> Adam Silver. Yeah, it was pretty that awesome. That is funny. Yeah. We are in that age where you, you don't know what to trust. Well, that Photoshop I was going to say, first, I it looks amazing. No, it looks really I, good. I can tell. Yes. I thought yeah. I, I was fooled. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it yeah, did look totally good. legit. Yeah. 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 It's like that... Uh, deep fake thing oh that god you shared with us scary, a few weeks ago yeah. that's some scary stuff dude yeah, mm. yeah we'll talk about that another day because yeah. you're right that is scary oh man well let's see uh football we talk football we talk jared Goff. we talk usc zone two three. um i feel like uh we're good vic yes you wanted to bring up your son's yeah you know project what? over the weekend. So proud of him. So um and my wife. I think we all are. Yeah. You, you know, did a great job. we had a um at the beginning of the of the summer, my wife had this brilliant idea of doing a summer bucket list. And there was fun things up there, you know, like water balloon fight and going to uh, fly, fly a kite. And there was other stuff that was up there that was a little bit more serious. And one of them was to volunteer somewhere. And we kind of modified that near the end of the summer. We're like, okay, you know what? It, it was kind of hard to obviously get him to volunteer. We were thinking more just go help, you know, a neighbor or something. But uh, we were like, well, let's just, we'll have a lemonade stand instead. And we, I went online and I found this charity that's called Gamers Outreach. And what they do is they uh, help hospitals. Uh, well, they get hospitals video game systems, like, you know, the Xbox. Uh, um, okay. The ps4 and every all the new new newer systems and okay. they train they get them games and systems and they train the doctors on how to you know obviously set it up and play the games and everything and the kids that are at the hospitals for extended stays who are going to be there for a while um they're they let them play you know video games in their in their in their uh hospital room uh throughout their stay so i was like that's right. pretty cool charity you know yeah so we decided that he was going to donate half the proceeds to gamers outreach and uh, my wife did a great job. Nicole did a great job of getting the word out. She made like a flyer and we built like a makeshift lemonade stand out of crates and we had signs and yeah. it was 91 degrees on, on Monday on Ooh. Labor Day when we were yeah. doing this. And, and it was going to be open from 11 to 1. We were busy from 11 to 1. It was really? pretty incredible. There was no there was no breaks, there was no and Noah was out there slinging those, you know, filling up those uh glasses with uh Whoa. with lemonade for those 2 hours, man. I was so proud of him. Yeah. And uh lots of people people we didn't even know just showed up. People some people showed up and just donated. They didn't even they were like, "Here, here's 10 bucks." Like, "I don't want anything. Just That's awesome. take the money." Um he ended up raising over $300. Whoa. Yeah, we ran we Pretty much ran out of lemonade. We had maybe about 
four or five glasses of left of lemonade and we made two huge jugs like that um costco size you know minute made uh instant yeah. uh, lemonade and we um, yeah almost ran out and he was out there even with the heat and everything and uh just donated the money last night uh to gamers outreach and uh, it was awesome like he he was a trooper he really didn't complain um that's going to help him on his uh, tax deductions yeah <laughs> <laughs> because of course you claim that right yes yes of course of course of course oh, who wouldn't man. as income yeah, yeah. um Good but yeah man it was yeah I w- i'm really really proud of him and you nicole they did a great job i'll yeah. tell you what that is nice. a lost art i i remember when i was living um in lakewood uh this was you know when i first moved in in the early 2000s I would you know, occasionally see kids doing lemonade stands. I don't think I've seen it in the last 15 years. Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, when yeah, I was, when I was a kid, I remember much. seeing that. And, and nowadays that's just not something you see anymore. So it's, it's nice to hear kind of the throwback that, uh, yeah, it was that fun. no one did that. Yeah. 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 For sure. Very cool. Did you guys ever do any, any pedal anything when you were a kid or make any money? No. You do anything like that? <laughs> I used to cut lawns and I used to pick up. I had a neighbor that, I don't know, there was something fell in their yawn. I don't know if it was acorns or what the hell, what kind of tree. But he used to give us candy. Uh, me and my friend Chris, we would go in his front yard and just pick, him, pick it all up and throw it away and he would give us candy. But I used to go around my neighborhood and cut lawns. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's a good one. Yeah. I used to wrap trees like candy canes at Christmas time. Oh, I remember you, know, you would do that. Yeah. And the ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I made a killing. Three bucks a tree. Ugh. Who's who's not gonna you know? Yeah, like, that's brilliant. Three bucks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the Cost aluminum like... foil that he purchased was four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jeff, Jeff wasn't it. the best at math. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I never made any money. No, you'd get like ten trees out of a roll of foil. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, the cool. materials were probably about a dollar or so, and yeah, made two bucks a tree. Yeah. Nice. Don't you still do that, but you don't pay? <laughs> uh, no. I, well, I did. No. I, when I still lived uh, in, the neighborhood. in Cerritos yeah. in the neighborhood, I did it. At, after I got a job, I stopped charging, and I just did my street. Okay. Um, I didn't do the whole. I did the whole. I would go through the whole track. Oh, through, wow. Through the That's course cool. of. Uh, and I'd make a few hundred bucks. Apparently, lemonade is where, it, where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Because. Uh, yeah, I'm getting Ezekiel Elliott money. <laughs> Noah's over there getting Apple Bomb money. <laughs> but uh, hey, Jeff, did you get insurance to, to work on these homes? Because you were on a ladder. I and all didn't. That? I didn't. No, I, I wasn't on a ladder. Oh, you did just the trunk. Yeah, I, was would, trunk I would just right? go as high as I could reach. Yeah. yeah, and and most of the trees were okay. But some houses they'd have three trees. I'd get three. Wow! Yeah, wow. Look at you. Nine bucks. Would for... you would you uh, go back at the end of the season and take it all down no. for three dollars? Yeah, they're on their own. <laughs> did you ever find that like in you know some... March? of the next year there were some people who yeah but when i started doing it for free i would then take it down because it's like you know like i'm assuming that they wanted the service but yeah you know it's like well maybe they didn't want it and i don't want to give them a chore oh you would you wouldn't even ask you would just do it it after after so many years when i'd kind of established the clientele Mm. uh i would just I would just do it. I wouldn't even ask because I'm not. They're, I'm not getting paid. Right, right. You know, once sense. I got older. Yeah. But when right. I was a kid and I was doing it, you know, to make yeah. a little Christmas money. Uh, no, I would. Yeah, I'd go up to the door and uh, three bucks. You want your tree wrapped? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it was great. I wouldn't That's even awesome. go door to door and sell candy. 
Like I, no? I, I hated. Yeah, no. <laughs> so anything that deals with sales up to the like, it's funny. A couple years ago, I was considering a career change. Really? And, yeah. Oh wow. And 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 one of and one of the options was that I could stay in the industry that I'm in. Okay. But go instead of being part of the industry, I would go into sales. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember having the conversation with my wife. I was like, you know, the money is pretty good. You got a, a car. There's a bu- there was a bunch of perks. Oh, wow. Work from home. Yada, okay. Yada. All right. And then she goes, well, do you like sales? I was like, I hate sales. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is you uh, have the personality uh, for it. That's, I feel like funny. you would succeed at it. All but- the sales people tell me the same thing. They're like, yeah. oh, anytime you're looking for a job, coming over here, you can. <laughs> yeah. you have yourself a job. But I, I think I, I'm I'm just like you where I, I hate sales. I yeah. I don't think I'd be I good at I take no it. for an answer. And, and I'm sure you're really good. Yes, same thing. I'm great at talking about something I'm passionate about. Yeah. Something I'm not passionate about, not so much. But you know how salesmen have that? I'm like, they I can tell you about push, how great yeah. Guys in Shorts is. It's awesome. Right. It's such a good right. podcast. And we do it every week. And then da, 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 da. somebody's like, eh, it's not really for me. I'd be like, okay. Take, I, take I actually, have a nice day. I actually Enjoy cereal. A, <laughs> yeah, I actually had a conversation with a guy at work today. Yep. And he says, hey, I want to let you know. I, I listened to a couple of your podcasts. He goes, they're great. I was like, hey man, I, I really appreciate that. I was like, listen, you, I don't you don't have to do it. You know, I, I appreciate that you do. If you enjoy the show, I'd love for you to listen, but don't feel like you have to just so that when you see me, yeah. you can yeah, say yeah, you listen yeah, to the show. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's yes. my sales pitch. Yep. yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's the anti-sale. <laughs> and leave a review on, on iTunes. <laughs> we'll send you a Portuguese hammer sticker. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man. And this is why the Kilms Re- King's Realm is kicking our ass. Oh, <laughs> James Whitlock. Yeah, they got James. Not that fair. guy it's is not the fair. salesman. That guy yeah, is a salesman. For sure. yeah. Absolutely. All right, we got to get out of here. Hey, Ben, that's fifty-three minutes right there. Wow. I apparently didn't prepare for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little short for you. Would you, you like, like me to read you a poem for us? <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod, Facebook, Reddit, you know, all the all the routine there. Leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And please review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Five stars. We'd certainly appreciate it. You can also subscribe to the show and spread the word to all your friends. Hopefully you're better salesmen than we are. And uh, tell everyone about yes, how please. great Guys in Shorts is. Love it. Yeah. Who oh. doesn't? Yeah. Oh, football season. Gosh dang it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited, guys. I'm so freaking excited. Yes. Good luck to the Rams. Ben, good luck to your Raiders. Thank you. I, I do hope they uh, they do well. That'd be nice. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> For Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, and Darren Besa, I'm Jeff Wilson. Go Rams! Go Rams! The autumn wind is a pirate blustering (laughs) in from the sea. And I'm just playing.